0: Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed to Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. yeah, homie, let the fans know it Watch the trailer, all the three is going in your eye If you mess, you better get back Cause if the bees, there, won't be a putback Keep all that trash out of the paint Cause Embiid will put it back in your face He's a cold-blooded killer, and he take no prisoners Yeah, dump off from TJ Call it to feed to Embiid Elikina, <laughs> a below-average three-point shooter There's seven! What's going on, everybody? This is the feed to Embiid. It's been a while since we last talked, and you know I, we have a lot to discuss. Um, a lot has happened in the past week of Sixers basketball. Um, they played the Knicks, Spurs, and Heat this week. Played the Knicks on Wednesday, and of course that sound bite you just got—that was. That was the sound of the sky falling. That was the first career three-pointer for Ben Simmons. Um, it, was a, it was a dish from Furkan Korkmaz. Ben was open in the corner. He just let it fly, and what do you know? Down it went, um, and it was a beautiful shot. The entire place erupted. It was a great, great moment for Ben, and then you, know, you have to move on because there's still business to be done. The game isn't over. It's the first quarter, and... Um, and the Sixers played really kind of lazy defense that entire first half. They were heavy with closeouts. And, you know, they were getting beat off the dribble bot, bot as a result of those heavy closeouts. Um, they weren't finishing defensive possessions with good contests. The Knicks were getting open looks. Um, Frank Needle would pump fake. Sixers would bite for it. He'd go, he'd, you know, he'd go around. You know, he'd, he'd take a, make a move to the left to get, a, to get open, and then he'd fire a three and he'd hit it or a jumper and he'd hit it. Um, Randall also, Julius Randall was also able to get points in the paint. A lot just by, you know, first step, go, and then he's beating you to the he's beating you to the basket. There was also times when, um, you know, he he stops in the lane and fakes, the Sixers would bite it, and then he goes up and finishes an easy one off the, an easy kiss off the glass. Um, so th- you know the defense was just it was more of the same with the defense. They were just playing down to the competition. Things were were not good, um, but. That you know they they kept it it was it was they were only I think down three at halftime. Then the second half started and things didn't get really much better for a, for a while in that half. Um, what happened there? The Knicks go, made like, not, made nine f- uh, straight field goals in that third in the third quarter. They lead by as many as seventeen. Um, Sicker come roaring back, thanks to a, a more energized, locked-in uh, Embiid, and really when Embiid's locked in on defense, the entire team becomes locked in on defense, and they really stormed all the way back, and um, you know they 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 brought themselves back into the game quickly. Mike Scott was sensational; he was burying these very you know tough long-range bombs, and I mean he was absolutely burying them, um, no hesitation, just you know he, one one step settle boom in the air, down the hatch. Um, and he, he was really a spark plug for the sixers in that second half. Um, the, Marcus Morris was, was, was sensational in this game as he usually is against the Sixers. Um, there's some I think there's some blat some bad blood between him and the uh, you know and the hometown for whatever reason he doesn't I'm not, I'm not sure he loved Philadelphia and I think if he wanted to be here and the sixers wanted him to be here, he would have been here because I think he's a perfect fit for this team. But nonetheless, here we are. He's not here. Um, he, you know, they were able to contain him late. They stopped him at the rim a couple times. He missed a couple of jumpers down the stretch, and the Sixers were able to put the game away. They uh, Embiid made a three with about a minute left in the contest to put the Sixers up by seven. Morris hit a couple threes late that were in desperation that that uh you know kept the Knicks alive. But you know they were really. Pointless threes, but they, they, they largely kept him at bay late in that game. Um, and they escaped with the win, 109-104. They built off of that Cavaliers win on Sunday. And then they had a test on Friday. Spurs were in town. Spurs, losers of seven straight, very desperate to win. Um, Coach, Coach Pop versus Coach Brown. Um, Sixers really led throughout the game. The Spurs kept chipping at, away and bringing themselves back. But they ne- once the Sixers took a multi-possession lead, Spurs never tied the game again. Um, Embiid had early foul trouble. He had three within the within the first two or three minutes of the second quarter. Horford stepped up and really just kept LaMarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay, and um, DeMar DeRozan uh, quiet in that second quarter. Without Embiid there, you would think that that would be a time when they can sort of Pull it together and steal the momentum and get take control of the game. Horford's prevented that. He had he, I think he had four boards, three assists, four uh eight points in the quarter. He was really tremendous on both sides of the ball, and he just sort of played that stabilizer, that anchor role for uh for MB while he was unable to play because of foul trouble. Ben Simmons the triple double in the game. He really remained aggressive in the open court. Um, he was looking to get his teammates involved, keeping the, the turnovers uh, to you know to, as, as as minimum as they could as they could in that game, um, and it was really just a a, a tremendous all, all around game um, for Brett Brown. He game planned DeMar DeRozan fantastically. There was no drop coverage in the pick and roll. It was fighting over the screen, switching, and just not getting not, not giving DeRozan really much room at all to to get comfortable. There wasn't still a twenty nine points, but it was mid range jumpers and a couple of finishes at the rim. Um Embiid was I thought largely just not smart in this game. He chucked a three late and in, in transition that was not close and it was just sort of like a what are you doing kind of play. Like, you're trying to be a hero. He, you know, took a couple errant shots and he was largely very good um, as he usually is. Sixers were able to pull away late in this game, but the Spurs just kind of ran out of gas and they were just sort of demoralized. Um, and you know, hats off to Greg Popovich; he's he's had an unbelievable two decades in this in this league. But this team really sucks. I mean, they, they're not even close. They 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 have a ton of defensive miscues. They don't have any kind of you know legitimate shooting on their roster, and. You know they're gonna keep games close, but they're just never gonna be able to keep up with you. And a lot of it is that you, that teams are gonna outpace them and outrun them in the middle quarters of of these games. They out, you know, they get they get outrun by about by about a mile in the second quarter most nights. So it's about keeping them in front of you, making DeMar Derozan sort of uncomfortable, and getting out and running because because you you can blitz them off the court. Sixers win the game one seventeen to one o three. Um, and then the tough test—the Saturday night game. Miami is in town. Jimmy Butler returns to Philadelphia. Um, you could tell that prep Brown and Ben Simmons really, really, really wanted this game. Um, ben was stuck to him like glue. He was face guarding him the entire night, and Jimmy was four of thirteen from the field for eleven points. Really, a, a an unsubstantial read. You know, uh, return to, to Philly. Um, He he missed both jump shots. He attempted all of his field goals, really came from the paint area. Um, And Ben was just tremendous on him, denying him the ball, making his life difficult around screens. And, uh, you know, Ben was very motivated by this game. It was the best game I think I've seen him play on defense ever. Um, And Bede was really good. He kept one foot around the, around the, the elbow the entire game. He took a couple threes in the third quarter because he was wide open, and I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with him taking an open three if the defense isn't going to respect it. And uh, you know he made him pay. He made two of them, but he he was free throw line extended, and it was all in the paint for Embiid. He was sensational. If he could do it. If he could play every game that way, you know he'd be the MVP of the league. Um, the Sixers had the heat out of the game early. A lot of that was due to the fan energy of that game. Fans were in it from the get go. Every every play was just loud and high energy, and and the Sixers were amped and ready to play. Um, the Heat were down by I think twenty or very or in the, within the first quarter of this game, and the Sixers just never looked back. They led by as many as I think forty one, um, and they win by twenty seven, one thirteen to eighty six. Josh Richardson again, his former team had thirty two points. Eleven to fifteen from the field, six seven from deep. You could tell he really, really, really wanted this game tonight or on Saturday night against the Heat. Um, He's he very emotional. He was locked in on both sides of the ball and just making every shot he took. I mean, he wanted to really show them what they gave up. And I, I don't think that means that he you know, doesn't like being here. I think he enjoys being a part of the Sixers and being a contender. I think he, you know you always have that kind of vendetta circled on, on the calendar when you get traded from a team that you know you, you've been around for so long. And um, one thing that became evident to me was that Brett and Jimmy Butler really don't like each other. Brett Brown's comments pregame, how uh, you know it will be, it's you know he wishes him the best, but he's in Miami now. It's a shame things don't work out. It was very sort of unemotional, you know, not high praise, just sort of it, you know, it is what it is. Jimmy Butler didn't even, I don't think, not publicly at least, he didn't even acknowledge Brett Brown. So clearly things didn't there didn't work out between them. Um, that's what you know that's what that's what the belief is I think to 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 the media of the you know that that it was really a relationship you know the mismatch between Brett and Jimmy for the long term and it is what it is he Jimmy didn't fit um he hasn't fit in a lot of places he's been partially I think that's him partially I think that's the, the place that is, places that he'd been. He's a very good player overall, but he's not the number one. He can't be the number one option on, on a championship team. I'm sorry, he can't. Heat fans don't like me because I say that, but it's the truth. And I'm not. I'm not about bullshitting. I'm gonna tell you the truth, and that's the truth. Um, Sixers are just way, 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 way better than the Heat. Um, that the Heat have had a hot start. They beat on the Hawks twice. The Bulls they beat a couple of really you know they beat a couple of bad teams. So with the Sixers, Sixers have also played what was it uh 10 of their first or 8 of their first uh uh 12 or 13 on on the road. They've played the Jazz, the the Nuggets, the um Suns on the road. They've beaten the Celtics. They've they've had a you know they, this this was really their they really this was, this was this was a good win for them a uh you know one of, one of the ones that sort of a signature win for them they blitz the heat throughout the heat were were never in the game ever and uh, this is one of the ones that you really think that this team is p- figuring it out and you know I'm not going to pretend that the Celtics schedule has been the best it ha- you know it has it's been tough because they've been on the road a lot been out west a lot but they're not playing the the elite of the elite they're playing they've played some very good teams but they've played the Hawks they've played the Knicks they've played the the, um, the Thunder, they've played the Cavaliers twice. So I'm not going to pretend like, the, like, like the, the Sixers have had you know the hardest schedule in the world and have, and have passed their exams. Um, they, they've had some failures so far this year, but the Heat have had a really, really easy schedule. Um, this week coming up, instead of doing a written column, I'm going to talk through these games right now. They have the Raptors in Toronto Monday. Sacramento in Philly on Wednesday, at the Knicks on Friday, and then the Pacers are coming to town on Saturday. Raptors game. First of all, let let the pain of last season fuel your focus in in, in tomorrow night. Got to keep the game, keep what happened last year fresh on your mind and come out with a vengeance and, and look to make a statement and attack. Um you know, be aggressive. I want to see Ben Simmons on Pascal Siakam because he's showed uh, last game that he can credibly and you know very well guard a shooting guard a, a star, um, and I think Siakam. If you can st- slow down Siakam, you have an excellent chance of winning the game. And I think the length of Ben and the athleticism of Ben and the strength of Ben allow him to, to to be a primary defender on Siakam and to shut him down when he drives, keep up with him with his speed and defend him out in the perimeter. Um, Toronto shoots the three ball very, very, very well at home, 39. percent You got to chase them off the three point line. That means light closeouts, you know, uh, chop choppy steps. Don't close out too hard. Don't close out reckless. Don't foul on three point shots. Strong contests. Got a hand up in time. Den- deny shooters the ball with a face guard or communicate well on defense. Don't let don't let their you know don't let their shooters get get space. Um, and you got to account for Gasol and Ibaka in the pick and pop. Those are two bigs that like to stretch the floor. You have to switch or, or you know, whatever you're going to do, you have to switch. You have to fight through the screen, but make sure that both defenders in the pick and roll are aware of what the game plan is because those two can pop. And if they're open, they can kill you. Um, you got to take care of the basketball in Toronto. The Sixers are 4-0 when they commit 14 or fewer turnovers. Um, and they're on the road. So you got to keep the turnovers to a minimum. Uh, if, if you can capitalize on your own offensive possessions and limit the Raptors in transition, you're going to win this game. Having said that off a double of this weekend or a, uh, a back to back this weekend, an emotional game on, 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 Saturday. I think maybe a letdown on, on Monday. Um, I think they and you know, they are a better team than the Raptors in terms of the on paper talent, but I think they'll, they'll play down like they have a lot to the Raptors. And I think Toronto wins the game by five. Um, We'll, we'll be upset about it for a day or two. Then you get the Sacramento Kings coming town on Wednesday. You can't let this game be a setup. You can't play down with the competition. The Kings aren't as good as the Sixers. and they're, they're not even close. Play to the level, you know, pl- respect the opponent. Play to your level, not the level of the competition. Sacramento is, averages 31.6 defensive rebounds per game, which is the second fewest in the NBA. Um, you got to create second chance points. For yourselves. Use your size. Use Embiid, Simmons, uh, Horford to get additional shots and exhaust the Sacramento defense. If, if you can, you know, if you can work them and get a shot and you miss, tip that thing out. You know, get, you know, off the backboard. Do whatever you to do to create secondary chances for yourself. Reset the shot clock. Get the the the, the, the is tired. Get them to to you know to to out of position and make lazy, tired defensive plays and commit fouls I think without the Aaron Fox um you know they're they're the deficient, deficient in talent they still have buddy healed and Bogdanovich but 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 uh there's sort no of denying that the Aaron Fox is the heart of their offense and I think the sixers win this game by 17 1 95 you have the Knicks in New York on on, uh, on Friday this is the second time they've played a team for, you know, for the second go around this season, they played the Cavs um, and won by one at home. Then they went and played them on the road, but um, you know, five days later, and they beat them by. I think they would live by as many as 30 in the game. So Sixers, uh, the early results show that they like to, you know, that they know how to respond and fix their mistakes against opponents. The Knicks in New York on Friday. You got to enjoy the atmosphere of MSG. You got, you got to. You know, enjoy that you're, that you're on the, the the world's greatest basketball stage. And that means you got to give the world's greatest basketball performance. Give Marcus Morris the drive and trust your help defense to be there to, to, to cut him off. But don't let him get comfortable in the mid-range. Don't let him get the jab steps. Don't let him use the fakes. Don't let him, don't let him get hot in that little mid-range area. That's when he can torture the Sixers and make their lives much more difficult. Um, you got to force Randall to settle for jumpers. He's not a great outside shooter, never has been. He's gotten better, but he still isn't. Deadly. Um, if you let, if you do, don't let him get in the lane and don't bite the fake. if he fakes you, stay down on the ground. Don't get up in the air. He'll go right around you. He'll get a foul, and and, and you'll you know, he'll allow him. He'll give himself an opportunity for a three point play because he's very strong. He likes to kiss that off the glass under the fake. Don't bite the fake. The Sixers should win this game, one eighteen to ninety eight. That's what I think the score will be. They should win by twenty plus. This Knicks team is not good. And you have the Pacers in town. On Saturday night, Pacers are without Depot Still, they have some nice pieces. They, they they play well together generally, but they're just they, they shouldn't be able to match the Sixers' talent. They just shouldn't. Um, you you can bury them with size. I know Turner's a big guy, but you can bury them with size. Um, you you got to use physicality to get them in the foul trouble. You got to you know f- fake in the paint, get them in the air. Don't, don't be afraid of contact. Got to be aggressive, and attack the basket, um, and you got to, you know, you got to get them in foul trouble. On the road, the Pacers commit twenty-three fouls per game. They get, they get, they get the benefit of only eighteen calls per game. So be physical with them. Look, look to, you know, look to uh, muscle them, uh, muscle them in the pain on both ends of the ball. Be smart with how you defend them. Keep your arms up. Don't make body contact, but also send a message. Look to block shots. Look to look to deny them in positioning and and looks at the rim, um, and on your own basket, just say I'm gonna put the ball, I'm gonna put the ball in the basket. You're not gonna stop me. That's all. That's all you gotta do. Play them like they played the Heat on Saturday night, and it should be game set match pretty pretty quickly. Um, let's see. You can outpace the Pacers as well. They are the, they have the they have the league worst. 97.69 pace when they're the away team. That's very, 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 very slow basketball. Um, now, if you take care of the basketball, uh, you you can cap. You gotta you you have to do that. To take care to capitalize on the transition opportunities. The Sixers average just 1.75 assists to turn. Uh, they they have a 1.75 assist turnover ratio. Take care of the basketball. Capitalize on in transition. By the way, the Sixers have a 98 point defensive rating at home. That's second best in the NBA. Use your defense to create your offense. Get deflections, jump passing lanes, be aggressive, block shots, strip. You know, be, be you know, you have quick hands. Be careful with how you how you reach. But if you have the ball, if you see if you have opportunity, poke the ball away. Pacers, the Pacers' slow tempo shouldn't be an advantage for them in this game. If you defend them the right way, utilize your, your, your versatility, your, your, your quickness, your strength, you can turn them over, and you can get yourself in transition, and they can't keep up. They've shown that with their pace. As always, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back to discuss the, the latest in Snickers basketball very soon. Um, quick word from our sponsor, do you like shotgunning beers want to increase your shotgun time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. Also a tab puller, vent, puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is still with a K for a 10% discount on all products. Enter the code. Trust the code 10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. Feet 2B to is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright to Feet 2B 2019. Sixers 3 0 on the week. Looking to win four games this week, although I think they'll win three of the four. Um, and we'll be back next time to discuss the latest in Sixers basketball. As I said, as you can see, I, I'm. I'm you know, I'm electing to not go every after every game, more so looking to go, um, you know, the wrap-up show every week. Um, just to, it's because of it's because of time constraints and you know availability. But um, you know, I didn't forget about you. We'll be back next week for more. I might even do an episode or two this week if I have time. Um, as always, thank you for tuning in. Please rate and subscribe. Have a good night.